At the Croc, Vanessa's kids play basketball while she unwinds in yoga. And on the way home, they always share tips. They can dunk from downward dog and make hook shots in headstands. Join more than a gym when you click the link. The Croc. Get into it. Put industry leading, difference making, and tomorrow shaping on your to-do list. Explore Deloitte Technology Careers at Deloitte.com slash tech careers and engineer your future at Deloitte. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. I'm done with fucking losing. I'm done with trying to learn the sweet science. It's war. It's just straight war. Theboxingvoice.com. As it stands, stop listening to the bullshit until it comes from me. He's got to come out here and try to take this dude's head off, or we, we got a rematch on our hands, man. I hope they can learn from my situation and not give up. Like, stay strong, like. A man like me don't make no excuses. My boy Chisora said I can win this. I let the cat out of the bag. He's like, I'm a whoop. You sit next fight. I'm going to beat him. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Untitled. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Daniel Alvarez. Daniel, what's going on, champ? What's going on, brother? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm actually excited, man. We got an amazing guest in the building, uh, a, a new friend. Thank you for welcoming him. Welcoming uh, Welcoming Oh shit! Damn. I think I fucked it up too. No, you know what Welcome that is? Welcoming. That's that white walker. That's that white walker. Yeah, that's the and white I ain't walker. talking Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm the... talking Hardin White Walker, man. Listen, uh, thank you for welcoming us to Las Vegas. Even though you've been a resident for some time now, but he is uh, originally from Chicago's. But we we appreciate DJ Bonix welcoming us to. Uh, I fucked it up again. Yeah, yeah. Welcome so me. so we're gonna start off with a lot of smiles and jokes today. That's what's gonna happen. Yes, sir. What's up? You take over. It sounds like the weed's working. Yes. This is what it sounds. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, thanks for having me, man. This is very exciting. I don't really know much about boxing, so I don't want to just. We're not even gonna talk yeah, boxing. Yeah, I know. But uh, so I feel special to be able to come on the Boxing Voice Untitled and not really know much about boxing. No, we can actually talk some boxing, but I I, want to know about you. I was telling uh, Madison earlier, I'm like, man, I can't wait to do this because, you know, I want to know who you are, where were you, where are you from? I mean, I, I found out a little bit today, which I was shocked. I didn't know you were Philippine. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Filipino, yeah. so Filipino, I'm, I'm right. glad that, uh, you know, that was something new. And, and automatically, I went to the stereotype and, and asked, did he like Manny Pacquiao, of course. <laughs> of you course, know? man. That's the, the boxing, that's the boxing guy in you, though. But, um... Tell us, man, where did it all start? Uh, so in Philadelphia, actually. Okay. So my parents are from oh, the... Oh, so East Coaster. Yeah, yeah. So all my right. parents are from the Philippines. In classic Filipino stereotype, uh, my dad was in the Navy. My mom's a nurse. They met in America. They had kids, and then they just worked and left us at home all the time. You know? So East Coast to the West Coast. To the West Coast. How'd you end up over here? I bounced around. So I started in Philly, and then I spent a good time in Pittsburgh College. That's how I met Wiz and all that. And then moved back to Philly for radio, and I was still touring at the time. Then I moved to L.A. for a little bit, did some radio out there. Portland to do some radio. Minneapolis to do uh, radio, and still touring with Wiz. 
and um, had a blur. I had a weird year, COVID year, and then ended up in Vegas last September. So uh, I'm here with the Hardeen fam. Wow. So I, I guess uh, what got you into DJing? I guess I mean music. I, Filipinos, man, we love music. We love karaoke, and you know, my dad was it was in a band while you know when I was younger, and my mom, you know, they like to sing, and so I, I think music always kind of. Um, just always was there, to be honest. And yeah. I, I remember listening to radio in Philly uh, and being able to, like, you know, hearing the DJs, being able to call what song was next. So it just kind of, like, just all happened. And uh, when I got to Pitt, University of Pittsburgh, I met this kid who had turntables, and it was, like, love at first sight with the turntables. And just from there, I my grades declined. I changed my <laughs> major uh, and uh, barely graduated. But here we are. I was I, 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 now I know the answer to this question, but I'm still gonna ask it. Uh, how'd your parents take you uh, and your love for DJing in the early stages? Well, I think it's hard to like. I told my mom I was dropping out of uh, of my major, which was like computer science at the time, mm -hmm. uh, and that's exciting for like Asian parents. I think. <laughs> uh, but um, you know, I I just loved hip hop. I, I really understood that it was like a culture. Like when I was listening to in high school, I was listening to music, but. In college, it was like a culture. I started hanging out with b-boys and doing all this shit and eventually got into college radio. So I had to tell my mom, I mean, imagine your Filipino mom probably has zero friends who have any kids in radio being like, mom, I'm going to drop out of college. They don't understand Or not drop it. out of college. I'm going to drop out of this yeah. major and then I'm going to do radio. And she's like, well, how are you going to do that? Because when you really- How are you going to make money? When you think about yeah. it, like if you broke down radio, like we'll just say uh, in Pittsburgh, for example, there might be two stations I could be on, a pop and a hip hop that exist there. Mm -hmm. There's four day parts, right? That's eight slots. And so literally you have to wait till one of those eight slots even opens up. So, I mean, there's more, there's more like, positions on a football team than yeah. there are eight slots you know what i'm saying so radio and this whole thing man and even your whole journey even to get to this point is is, is super special you know absolutely man i feel blessed every day man but 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 that must be something that you've said to yourself once or twice i mean being Wiz khalifa's dj has to be huge uh, would that make you the biggest filipino dj uh, you know what? There are big Filipino DJs, but really? I probably maybe I could rank maybe at like eleven or twelve. Wow! No, really? No, 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 no. I don't know if there's a real ranking, but no, yeah, like the god, got, no god, you got to know who's bigger than you and is who's Franzen not. I mean, Filipino? what's that? DJ Franzen is definitely Filipino. Yeah, he's big. Okay. He's big. Uh, there's like you know Mixmaster Mike. Yeah, Mixmaster Mike. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a okay. So believe you, it or not, like Filipinos, they love a, music, man. Yeah, they love music. Yeah. Most you might not see us on the basketball court. Yeah, most of them are singers or they play instruments and all that. Yeah, yeah. it's all in the family. And they like to box, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Some of them. <laughs> what were you playing for college radio? Like, uh, music? I was all music? about... under. So when I first started DJing, I was just like, fuck mainstream. And I was like, underground, underground. So I was really like a roots head being from Philadelphia. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, um, Black Star. And just I was like super yeah. conscious rap guy for a while. That's how I was. Whoa. How'd you switch to, from that to, to, to Wiz Khalifa? I mean, you know, once you really figured out that you could control the room and DJing, I think that's what it really was, right? Like, I can control this mood, and guess what? This pretty girl wants to hear a nice song, like a mainstream yeah. song. Yeah, mm -hmm. she does. So, you know, yes, she I don't want to get intellectual in the club, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So when did you actually start, you know, getting booked and having gigs? Uh, so it was like, yo, co college, I was doing frat parties. And also finally getting some gigs on campus at school. So that was real cool. 
Um, but really it was like college parties and just doing all sorts of college parties, carrying my own turntables, carrying like 10, six to 10 crates of records, just every, every time. And this was in Pittsburgh? And this was in Pittsburgh. So it went from th- those parties, college radio, to the clubs, to board hopping at the radio station, to finally getting on the night show. So it really was my first uh, radio salary was $16,000. Wow. Yeah. So that shit was... It didn't even matter to me, though, because I was like, I made it, I'm in. And I always looked at it as a, this is a unique position yeah. to be mm-hmm. in versus uh, I think a lot of people will go into it like, I deserve this, I deserve this. It's like, yo, how many Filipino Americans could say they've done this whole path? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and once you got your foot in there, other doors open, man. Totally, and I'm totally. sure you can tell us that, you know, since your journey has been that long. But but how many years was that journey before you got to uh, meeting up with, with Wiz Khalifa? So I would say probably like 10 years. So wow. I was already DJing like 10 to 12 years. But that was just where you... You know, that's a 10,000 hours. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just like DJing. Listen, you said 10 old. years, and I'm like, dang, he's got his 10 year in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm 20 plus years now. Yeah. Uh, I got the grades to prove it, though. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's a that's a lot of experience. So so were you just popping at the time and he reached out to you? Was I was it- I guess I was popping in Pittsburgh, I would say. I was on the radio, I was on the afternoon show, I was number one, I was DJing all the clubs. I had won this thing called the Red Bull Three style in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, wait, so wait, did. did he come to you like, yo, help me break well, this album? TGOD. Was he already was he already popping at nah, the time? He was like recording at my friend's studio but he was like 12 and oh 13. so he wasn't even nah and, whiz, and then yeah. he got like an internship he was push pushing Rasha the broom Rasha, uh, Rasha. it was id labs id labs so he was pushing the broom at the studio yeah 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 um, so just to see him go from that and you know i was on the radio i would get him into clubs when he wasn't uh 21 even at the time uh but you know it's kind of the same roles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like me and Wiz, I was re- kind of just doing my thing. So I'm always constantly doing my thing. Mm-hmm. The, the best part is that I was able to maintain like a full-time radio job while touring with Wiz for most of those years. Wow. So I would be doing a show from like if I was in Korea, I'd be like live from Korea or wherever. It, I, it just was kind of over the head of you know, uh, corporate radio though for them to really embrace it because they just want you slaving in the corner for them, yeah. you know? But uh, I'm glad I'm with someone like Wiz. Someone pointed out, I think Wiz pointed out one time how Wiz took all the L's for weed in the beginning of it. 100%. We were touring and dodging all sorts of weed bullets, you know. Um, I think you, the van, like the tour bus would always all, get pulled over all the time. Over. Yeah. Now, you know, yeah. like, that's weed, pretty weed. much every yeah, rapper, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's to a point now where people are like, oh, it's just weed. But, yeah. exactly. you know, um, thank Wiz for taking a lot of When those. When did you start with him? What year? Uh, 2010, I think. But I've known him since like 2006, seven ish. Um, Young and on his ground. So were so yeah, yeah. were yeah. you already into marijuana before meeting him, or did that happen together? Because he seems like the hugest smoker. I mean, it's funny to me how much weed has played a whole damn role in my life. <laughs> uh, but I remember smoking weed when I was like maybe 14. Okay. I cried, I think. I was Whoa. Like, yeah, I was all like, I think I smoked a cigarette and weed. in the. It was one of those nights. <laughs> and uh, I think I was disappointed in myself. More so about the cigarette. But then after the weed, I don't think I've ever, I stopped a couple times. Like I, I remember doing a whole tour with Wiz and stopped wow. just to see if I could do it. But um, no, nah, I've been smoking weed pretty consistently, which is uh, fucking great, man. It's taking me around the world. Yeah. And it's giving yeah. me a job right now, too. You know? Yeah, absolutely. 
uh really quick before we do get into that job i i want to ask 2010 you get that's when you and wiz start touring together and you start working with them but you had you had a heart attack ah so um yeah this is i'll give you the, like the quick one so I, it was like june june of 2010 i remember sitting in, at the studio and being like wiz just offered me to tour this this uh fall and uh, I had a full-time job at uh, iHeart. It was Clear Channel then, but it was iHeart Radio. I was in the afternoons. I was number one. It was kind of popping. Wow, I didn't even know that Clear Channel used to be, I mean, iHeart used to be Clear Channel. Yeah, and yeah. it was like SFX and it's whole. there's a whole chain of, of companies that they swallowed. Mm. Um, but I was like, I, for the time, I think that could be someone's dream. Like I was music director. I was on the afternoons. I was DJing every night. I was in my twenties. You're staying busy. Yeah, I was staying busy, and yeah. and uh, I had won the DJ battle in Pittsburgh. That kind of like really solidified. I felt like my place. Uh, but I could. I just remember at the time there was a lot of shit going on, and especially knowing that the music at the time I wasn't really feeling. It was like it was later Britney Spears. It was you know. Jason Derulo and I was just like oh, I'm not feeling this but I always knew in my head I was like one day I want to tour do something but Wiz I did a show with Wiz earlier that year and they basically were like hey we're going to drop a song called Black and Yellow we're going to do our first tour bus tour this fall and we want you to come DJ with us so I had to quit this full-time job that I had like told my mom I was going to get remember we were talking about yep. that and uh, it, she was like Wiz co what you know yeah. and all my friends I, I know some of my smartest friends my most successful friends were like don't do it I don't, it doesn't seem safe. You're not going to have benefits, blah, blah, blah. But we're going to talk benefits. about the heart attack. So imagine uh, Wiz comes out with a song, Black and Yellow. The Steelers are having like the illest year ever. It was ever. the biggest song of the year. It was crazy. Yeah, that shit blew up. And uh, at the end of the tour, I remember just to fast forward, I remember having to do this DJ gig and I was like, man, I can't breathe right. And I was nervous that I had smoked like my lung to a certain place. Like, damn, what if I go to the hospital? And they're like, yo, you just were on the tour bus for three months and <laughs> swallowed your lung. Right. <laughs> I was afraid to go to, I mean, I think most young men are afraid to go, I mean, most people are afraid to go to the doctor. Yeah, you know? yeah, the last time you went to the doctor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I waited three days. I could barely breathe for those three days. I finally went to the clinic because oh. I didn't have insurance that I used to have with Clear Channel. Yeah. Mm. And so when I went to the clinic, they were like, I was like, I can't breathe, basically. I, the last couple nights of sleep were just like my back was on fire. It was the weirdest thing. And uh, they couldn't find, they took an X-ray of my chest at the clinic and they couldn't find anything wrong with it. I thought they were going to be like, your lungs are green. Like, fuck, what did mm, I do? Yeah. Uh, and no, that wasn't the case. They didn't tell me that. I, they thought I was having a heart attack, but they're like, uh, we're going to bring you to the hospital down the street. I jumped in an ambulance. They probably gave me one of those pills that they give old heads to like, if they have a heart attack, I forget what they're called. Uh, and then I went to the emergency room and the doctor, the heart doctor had to come back. He actually drove, he had left for work already, he came back and he was like, you had a heart attack this morning. Oh and my he had gosh. to call my mom and my sister, I remember that, and had to call them. Imagine your mom getting that call like, yeah. hey, your son had a heart attack this morning and we have to put a stent in his heart. Um, and that's what happened. Six hours later, I come out of the surgery and um, 10 so days you later. You took yourself to the, to the clinic yourself after I, uh, my friend took attack? me to the clinic. Uh, yeah, okay. I I, didn't, I mean I guess it was like Wow. I, when you talk about heart attacks too, it's like I guess it's just the si pl plain simple fact that your arteries 
like 90% close. So right. that is the attack right there. And so I had an over 90% uh, closed artery. Wow. And I was definitely parting at the time. I also was like pretty three months chubby. Tour, right? I mean, it was like a, I mean, I guess it was like. Wow. Oh, you're lying. You I'm about, sorry. It was like a 10 year. It was like a 10 year. Uh, it was a, <laughs> that was probably 10 years of partying. Man. And like Filipino diet, man. I was definitely the like. Lumpia, the pancit. All that, the, man. Yeah. <laughs> all that. See, he knows, man. Yeah. He <laughs> does. He does. Yeah. Oh, man. You must have liked Filipino women. I used to date one. I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So how was it coming up in uh, Philadelphia, man? Uh, it was cool. I've been I'm, to Philly quite a bit. Philly's cool. I mean, I, at like nine, ten years old, I moved to the suburbs. So I, I was uh, raised in North Philly, Alney. And that was kind of hard to navigate because my parents were, my mom was an immigrant. So she had like gotten robbed there. Our neighbors robbed us. Um, it was kind of, it was definitely like, I don't know. I was young and I remember some scary shit, you know. Man. And then we moved to the suburbs, and that was cool too. But as soon as I graduated college, I, I moved to Pittsburgh, and I, I almost never moved home again. Mm. What do you mean almost? I mean, I moved back to Philly, but not with my mom. Oh, okay. Uh, but living in Philly's cool, man, because you really learn, like, it's. I've watched, like, music acts get their tapes thrown at them. Like, I've seen, you know, like, really, it's a hard place to please. Who's from Millie? Uh, Meek Mill. Meek Who's Mill. From, uh, Uzi, right? Yeah, Uzi. Yeah. I mean, just, like, the Philadelphia sports, like, whole vibe is yeah. pretty um, scary. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, but, right. But uh, it's a good, man, Philly's good, man. Good good food and good people. And, you know, um, the history of music is amazing. Uh, and then when I went to Pittsburgh for college, that kind of just, like, I unlocked like that's when I started learning how to DJ and when you're in a smaller city like that I really think you like try to posture up as much as you can because you know that people in bigger cities are swinging a bigger bat you know what I'm saying and what so, was your first set for uh, tables shit, it was a really bad one that my dad is like a shitty guitar center it's yeah. called DJ in a box but it, it that's what that's did what it, it that's is what did it. yeah that's what took you here yeah totally uh do you know Royce the fine nine I don't know him personally. I know who he is, of course. Oh, okay. okay. No, just uh, wondering. He's a he's a pretty big boxing fan and uh, a listener. Yeah, listener of the show, and uh, I, I used to listen to some of his stuff when he was with M. So just just curious, since it's a small world. Nah, I mean, I don't even think I've ever met him or anything, but mm. I have a bunch of his records and shit from back in the day. Of course, Definitely. classics. Of course. Who do you listen to uh, right now, man? I've been listening to like podcasts and. Um, I listen to like Thundercat. I don't know if you know. Yeah, of course. Like all that. Man, what is Thundercat? Yeah, Thundercat. He won a Grammy. He's a singer. Oh, he's, he's a bassist. He's like a bassist, yeah, and he, he does sing too. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of listening to like a lot. I've been trying to listen to a lot of music without Super talented. without lyrics in it. Mm -hmm. Whoa, wow. Um. Just it just helps me because when I DJ clubs or do whatever, it's like I just I kind of like trying to develop my own thoughts these days, you know. And I don't want to be influenced like that, so I don't. Yeah, but like the put new Pusha T albums, pretty amazing. Number one album. Yeah, I like the Dreamville mixtape that came out recently too, as well. There's a lot. I mean, yo, rap is in a good place. Kendrick just dropped some super. Yeah, that video visuals. was crazy. Yeah. Saw the video. Yeah, it's man, it was cool. Now you spoke about kind of uh, having to cater 
to the mainstream music because that's what people want to listen to. Uh, does it bother bother you much or? I mean, it's just so big now, and so I think it's really hard to like wrap your head around it. I mean, I'll be on, like honest as DJ, it's hard to keep up with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just hard to keep up constantly with it, and and especially because there's a lot of great music. Uh, and locally, and it's so easy. You can make people making records with their iPhones. So it's mm-hmm. like there's no shortage of like recording studios or, or whatever. So uh, it's cool, man. But it's hard. It's hard to navigate it's a little bit as a DJ, uh, though. I think because especially in the hip hop world, like hip hop audiences, they usually just want to hear their shit. Rarely are they open minded. They're just like, what is? If they don't know it, you know, they just want to hear their shit. If they don't know it. And so that makes it tough to navigate sometimes. But in Vegas has been different since I moved here. Definitely like, uh, I mean, this is a dream, man. I get the DJ mm-hmm. in Vegas at Dre's and a bunch of other clubs and work my way. It's fun to work my way up back to circuit, even though I know I'm capable of doing all of it. But it's like, you know, you got to show and prove, you know. For sure. So you've been kind of on a, a media run, man. You were just on Shady 45, right? Yeah. Good today. Yeah, Shady 45 today. Um, shout out to the heavy hitters. I'm a heavy hitter. Uh, did some shows with Wiz over the weekend. Tennessee. Talk Ten- about Tennessee. it, man. How was it? It was cool. I mean, uh, we flew the private there, which is always fun with Wiz. Uh, it's just fun, like, watching a rapper eat Popeyes on, like, a private plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an it's an amazing thing. And then uh, we did we, we did a show in Knoxville, and what was crazy about that is that Juvenile and the Yin Yang Twins opened up for us. But the craziest part about Juvenile is, I don't know if you guys have been watching Wiz's Instagram, but at the end of the show, Juvie's like, see ya, and he's like, tell Wiz Khalifa, see ya. And just like the fact that Wiz and Sia caught on like that and had backed that ass up, fucking Juvenile saying it at right. the end of the show. And then we... Immediately got off stage, went back onto the private, flew from Knoxville to t- to Nashville, and did a did this super private party for this guy Cam. And there was like all these influencers there, and it was like twenty to one guys to girls, and there was like so I, people started sending me all these videos of other influencers that were there that were like taking videos of me and Wiz on stage. So I was, I don't know who these people are, but uh, it was cool. It's fun to be back. We didn't have many shows during COVID, so. It's fun to... Um, is he going back on tour? Yeah, so we just announced a tour with Logic this summer. Oh, with Logic. Yeah, so oh, that's and, big. And he came dope. out of retirement. Yeah, he came out of retirement, I think. So yeah, I uh, if that. y'all want to come to the show, you should Man, come to the show. I would love to. <laughs> For sure. We got a couple Super Chats. Uh, we got my Jimba that says, Thundercats is an amazing, checked his Tiny Desk concert to, uh, to get a quick oh, tiny feel desk. of his music. Then he's right back with another one and says... Uh, let me see. Is it? I think they might be the same. Double, double. All right. All right. Well, two are the same. So, uh, yeah, man. I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to hear crazy tour story. I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> crazy I'm tour sure story. You have a plethora of crazy. I mean, tour some stories. of the, those. What f- happens on tour stays on yeah, tour. Yeah, but the some f- of those first like dodging the weed bullets, like those were, you know. Those we, were what states? Well, like we just had talked states. about one recently, uh, Wiz, and when we were with each other in North Carolina, I think it was Greenville or something like that, and basically the whole bus got arrested. I dodged it because I was packing up my DJ shit, and when I walked out, I saw 12 of the people that oh. were with us against the bus with their hands up, and uh, they took Wiz to, to the local jail. And we had to, so I literally like dipped off after they like 
Brought him on. They shut the bus. I I like I was afraid they were gonna like where's the DJ or whatever right. something like that because that's happened too, and so I like met up with some local students. I was like, hey, I'm with this DJ, and like I remember they brought me into their house and we were like partying and shit, <laughs> and I was on my phone though like I don't I don't know what to do next though, but people were still partying like they didn't care, uh, and we eventually got a call. Me and Wiz's cousin, they were like, yo, we need you to go back to the bus. And we need you to count out $200,000, I think it was. And we had to bring it to the, to the, to, we had to bail Wiz and Will out. And so that was crazy. And we've dodged a few bullets like overseas and different parts of the world. But yeah, 100%. I mean, nothing incriminating though, you know. Yeah. Well, the first yeah. tour is crazy too because this is like straight, you have like 12 dudes who've never been on tour before sharing one tour bus like we'd, we'd probably never do that again because it was like but we didn't care it was such a family thing yeah. um i remember that night though this story wasn't wiz is uh the very first night of tour uh we were in philadelphia actually and wiz had just gotten these brand new chains i remember these zigzag chains and and he was flexing them on and i remember after the show someone had stole them there's something that never came out actually like someone had stole those chains and I, that was i remember that memory because that was the first night of tour wiz was like flexing with these new chains yeah and then they were stolen that night but I, the way is wiz like ate it he was just like yo that was my bad for just like bragging he's like i gotta be more careful about it like i've seen him take super l's and just be like it's his fault. He'll just take the blame for it. Well, or, he's yeah. just like that's yeah. just way it is, the way it is, or whatever. Like if we fuck up on a, if I fuck up on a show, uh, which doesn't happen much, um, <laughs> you know, I'll like try to apologize to him, and he'll always just be like, "Nah, man, stop. that's meant to happen. It's cool. We moved on." And so, what's a fuck up on a show look like? I mean, if I pl I might have played the wrong song, like you, you know, know the next song, or like song the equipment may fuck up or something, but. Um, yeah, I, I, there was probably a lot of. I said this before, but there's probably a lot of times where I've saved the show that Wiz will never know about. You know, mm. like shit goes out, and somehow I've pieced it back together on time. You know, but it's fun. Wiz is cool, man. I think about all the rappers I could have toured with, and just I couldn't figure. There was a time like ten years ago where I couldn't figure out. I was like, well. Wiz is out here everywhere. We're everywhere around the world. Like, why isn't this artist let here like that? And yeah. so I really recognize that that we culture, man. Mm. It really is the we. Like, obviously he was great music, but people will go see some shit if you're about weed. Hell yeah, you're you very know. welcoming. Yeah, yeah I mean, and, and you don't have to know about his. You don't have to yeah. know his music to it's be like, energy. yo, I'm gonna bring some weed and I'm gonna <laughs> smoke it, and people yeah. are gonna have a good time. But that's some shit around the world. And think about this: like, weed is illegal around the world or a lot of places. Oh yeah. So that shit's a culture. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And just I guess the way boxing is or or hip hop, but you, Wiz didn't doesn't didn't need to have a hit song at certain times of career to still. Um, to have people want to like check him out or mm -hmm. come to the festival, but he—that's oh, definitely a blessing. Yeah, totally. I mean, it, there's probably like boxing fans that don't touch weed at all, you know, or yeah. anything. And so just to see like your fans really like support your weed habit, is yeah, pretty, it's pretty cool. No, we actually have a big—I uh, want to say marijuana audience, man. Like they definitely use it because we've done uh like appreciation nights where we'll gather together and invite some fighters different insiders and uh yeah man we're smoking we're smoking that's why when you took me to high rollers i'm like oh my goodness this right. is perfect right. so wait what was that like for you 
pre the last year in New Jersey or whatever. Or you were in Florida and Florida. Yeah, Florida's well, tough. Even nah, tough. man. Florida's actually was amazing, oh, bro. Yeah. Florida, oh my God, they're making me Republican with Florida, bro. <laughs> it's I funny because I'm from Cali, so like it's just very open and free. Right. So talking to him, he's like, you, you Cali guys, you think you guys always got it. It's tough in New Jersey, you know. It's super hard to like get weed or. Oh, yeah. Well, now, now it's recreational. Yeah, now it's, rec, now it's but, recreational. But, but listen. The year that I left, they had just made it legal, uh, but you, st you, you know, recreation just started this year. So I, I went to Florida and I just got my medical card. They were already medical out there. So, and uh, yeah, man, I just I, I enjoy the weather too. This is a lot better. Are, are there like openly like boxers that smoke weed? Like, is that a thing or not yet? Um, I wouldn't say openly, no, no. But I'm starting to. I'm definitely starting to accumulate a list of. Fighters that I've smoked with, which is every time it happens, uh, it's 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 a, one of those special moments for me, right? You know, because it's like you know their guard is down because they know that's so taboo. So it's like they've allowed you really into their life that they said, you know, I'm gonna not only show you that I'm smoking, but I will fucking smoke with you. So right. it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, it it's always bugged me out if like I saw like a Pittsburgh Steelers smoke or something. I'd be like, <laughs> oh shit! Yo, let me tell you a funny fucking story. <laughs> So a couple years ago, <laughs> this is funny. A couple years ago, um, I have a girl. I have a girl at the time, and she invites me, or she's like, "Hey, let's go to this party." It was her friend's birthday, and uh, oh my good, Martavius Bryant, he's uh, there, yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "I was like, yo, I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh has a playoff game tomorrow," and I checked, like, <laughs> I checked my ESPN app. And, like, sure enough, they did. And, like, my man's, like, smoking. And I'm like, yo, is that, like, weed? Because <laughs> is that, like, weed? <laughs> because he was known for weed. Like, he had a a, a history of weed suspensions. Yeah. And at that time, he was currently suspended on weed. And now he was smoking a black and mild. But, uh -oh. yeah, that shit was crazy, him being out. At that time, he was still a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah, it's, it's crazy seeing any, like, basketball player or anyone, like, you see Gary Payton's open about yeah. me and all these people. And it's just like, that's so great. That's so great. So uh, I seen the promo in Jordan with Snoop. Were you there when he Hardin. came? Hardin. Hardin. <laughs> <laughs> that awkward moment. Everybody, it's all right. You guys Look, all hit it, me right now with the, with the, the verbal whips right now. Like, Hardin. How dare you? Hardin. Yo, but were you there? Uh, For what? <laughs> the fuck up was that bad for Snoop? Oh, when he was at Hardeen? Yeah. Nah, uh, I wasn't. That was, uh, I think it was like our grand opening. He showed oh, really? Up. A lot of artists come through Hardeen, huh? Yeah, I definitely. It's, it's been really cool to see the whole thing grow. When I first was approached uh, uh, from Hardeen to like kind of like, hey, this is the brand. This is what we got going on. You know, I wasn't sure. Such a different space. Of And of course, we knew, I, you know, uh, Burners, Taylor Gang, and Cookie. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't know the space. But to see this uh, three years later from my standpoint, it's six years in now, and to be a part of this, just like weed, man. Like, it's a whole fucking industry. I mean, yeah. who do you think you come out here, like, because you love boxing, and now look at this, man. No, and absolutely. So, it connects people, too. I I, I don't know. It's ritual, it. you know? It's ritual. It connects people. Honestly, like, um, I do probably know people who should smoke less. But for the yeah. most part, I don't, <laughs> I don't see anyone as, like, super reckless with it. Um, but it's been great. Yeah, like, yo, a lot of the artists stop in. It's just a testament to our relationships. 
uh, and this crazy new weeds, <laughs> this new space, man. Like, you know, rappers will get a ton of sort of, hey, can you show up to the club? But right. how many times do you get, can you show up to the dispensary? So even having some of these rappers come in, maybe it's probably not the first time they've been in the dispensary, but maybe did like an event. There, I think they're still figuring it out and still not sure. But what's cool about Hardeen is that. They, we really embrace the culture, you know, and for a lot of us, the introduction to weed was hip hop, um, honestly. And I think I got I was first joint was to like, I think, outcast. I think I was smoking. Yeah, exactly. So it just uh, it's really cool to see them tap in to the DJs, too. I think a lot these days, like the DJs were um, really popping, I think, in like the 80s and shit. But these days, you know, the rapper kind of took the role. But to see them respect the DJs in that way, because DJs really are, I feel like, one one of my advantages of touring all around the world is linking up with a DJ in that city. You know, it's so easy to like, be like, who's, who, I could get on Twitter right now and be in Berlin and be like, hey, does anyone know any, you know, someone in Berlin? It'll probably be a right. DJ. Yep. And then that guy knows how to get you weed. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yo, you ain't never lied. Oh my god, I remember when I first started, I used to like just post it on my story, like, yo, I'm in such and such city, who got it? Sure enough, I'll get a DM. Like, I've never flown anywhere where I can't get it's it. It's like Danny, when you went to Dallas, the fan yeah. who dropped you off the trees, he don't even yeah. smoke. No, nope. that was crazy. He like downloaded Instagram, created an account, hit me the up, fan of the show, just to bring me weed, let me light up and. He has like a really nice Lexus truck. Let me light up, and he doesn't even smoke. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm crazy. like, wow. We are in Saudi Saudi Arabia. Oh wow. Oh. And that's you know. Yeah. Really yeah. illegal. I'm gonna I'm gonna only take this story so far. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I chalked it up. They took me to the hotel or whatever, and I had chalked it up like I'm not gonna get to go visit this city at all. I don't know anyone. I don't think I could even tweet like, "Does anyone know in Saudi Arabia?" Just felt like it was impossible, and I was like, "I'm not even gonna try." Normally, I'm like, whatever window I have in a city, I'm going to the length to, to do as much as I can. I may never be in Finland again or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so, I I like to run, so I like. Ran around the property. It was a huge. It was a nice fucking hotel, and I get this text, and I'm and this kind of refers back to the story I told you earlier. I get this text from this guy, and he's like, "Hey, Bonix, my name's so and so. I met you ten years ago at that Greensboro show, that yeah. show that I was talking about." And he's like, "I live in Saudi Arabia, wow, and, and I got something for you." And so I was like, the first thing I asked him was like, "Can you take me around so I could see Saudi Arabia?" And then and then when he picked me up, I basically was like, are you sure this is cool? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I got Same. you. Wiz was happy. To go with that. <laughs> so is there a big hip hop culture in Saudi Arabia? I don't like, think Dubai? so. Because think... there are always rappers and stuff that travel out there. For Man, like... we were like maybe the, and I don't, don't quote me on this. We yeah. might have been like the fifth rap show there ever. Wow. wow. Um, or something. Because they only in the last couple years just started having movies or women driving. and mm -hmm. so um, Were the people receptive? So like yeah, I mean, yo, imagine it. being a country where alcohol is illegal, weed's illegal, and the kids are like, so what, uh, we get drunk, and they're yeah. singing this shit, and you're like, wow, this yeah. is crazy, we're in the Middle East, and that, you know, wearing, people wearing Pittsburgh shit, like, in the Middle East. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> that, that has to be an amazing feeling, man, to know that y your reach is, is, is that far and <clears throat> that strong, man, because... 
like you said, Pittsburgh's jersey in Saudi Arabia. That's in, that would have been interesting. I mean, in Africa, we went, we you know been we went to Africa, we went to South Africa, and Morocco, Dubai, right? We've been to Dubai yeah. a bunch of times. I mean, it's I couldn't. What's the most what's amazing the place for you that you know being a, a DJ has taken you? I mean, I've had a lot of adventures in different places. Um, I'll tell you the one of the things that really stood out because I again I look at the odds of this stuff. We got invited to perform in the Philippines with Kanye and Wiz, and I was just thinking about of all the people who've come off that island. Like, how am I the, you know, that special. little special? Yeah, I was that little seed swimming, and now I'm back <laughs> to the Philippines. Like, right. how many people get to do that? Because I know that there's not a ton of rap shows in the Philippines. No. Uh, so to have it even. To do that, and then uh, one time our like analytics guy from the Wiz team was like, "The Philippines is like a huge uh, place for Wiz's views." Wow, which is um, which is wild, like Philippines, you know? Yeah, that's crazy because we know how well Pacquiao does with that fan base. So you know, <laughs> if a, if a musician could tap into that, are you a Pacquiao fan? I I'm definitely a Pacquiao fan. I think. Uh, you know, he's going to be like, I don't know, one of those legends. Uh, I, you know, all these names are taken. He's got to come up with something, uh, you know, nice. And uh, I guess, I don't know, because you figured Floyd is TBE. Then you got Muhammad Ali is the GOAT. Even Clarissa got the GOAT. Like, Pacquiao does need a name outside of his ring name. You know what I'm saying? No? You don't think so? Nah. What? For what? I don't know to <laughs> legend what? status nah. for that legend status. That's what they do. Nah. Like when you become greater than, they always label you something. What well, I was talking about him maybe like running for president. I think oh, that, yeah. that would be. I think that would be like yeah. crazy a boxer being president. Yes, it would. I mean, it's already crazy what he's done. He, he's already in Congress, right? Like um, it's his Senate. He, look at that. I mean, he's. He's not playing. <laughs> He's been doing a lot and achieving a lot. So he he actually influenced Jesse Vargas, right? Isn't Jesse now running? Jesse is definitely running for, for something, something here in Vegas locally. Yeah. Pacquiao might be the most famous Filipino of all time. I'm sure. Like, there's no musician, actor, bigger than Manny Pacquiao. Yeah, I don't think so. Wow, really? I thought you were talking about like sports owner. You saying just like in the Philippines in general? I don't know. Bruno Mars. Yeah, he's from like Hawaii though. So. Oh, okay, okay. Really? Isn't he, he's not Phil. He's Filipino. Okay, but he's from like Hawaii. Got it. Got so it. Got it. He's from from. I agree I, with you then. But is Bruno Mars bigger than? Manny yeah, Pacquiao? it's Bruno Mars. Bruno, Bruno Mars. I mean, is Bruno big. Mars is. But I don't know that he's bigger than Manny yeah, I though. Guess for what Pacquiao? But he done. is pretty big, and he is. He's mainstream. Mm-hmm. Is a bit That's of a, a good question right there. What would your fans say? Oof. I mean, well, we our fans are gonna pick Pacquiao. <laughs> well, if you go based off of Instagram, uh oh, how many Bruno got? Bruno like four times as big. It four it's, times. I'm telling you, bro, oh, that guy's done Grammys and BTS. He got like he got twenty five point eight million followers. Oh, he up there with Canelo. What's, and but what's Pacquiao? Six point eight. And that's yeah. because Bruno. Speaks as well English, and he's able to transcend into mainstream. Man, he pop culture is huge. You know, I love Bruno Mars. Boxing is a niche sport, man. It's a niche sport. It really is. Pacquiao was one of the few people that can 
transcend out of our niche. That's why he did such great numbers. Mm. Yeah. Wow, shout out to Bruno. I used to yeah, listen right. to his music. They got you the know, residency here. You should go check really? him and Anderson Pack. Oh, yeah. man, I'm trying to think what was the song that I used to love, man. I even tried to do a karaoke, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I to gotta think of it. We need to see that then. What? Me but and karaoke? You, yeah, you doing Bruno. Dude, I would love to do karaoke. I, I swear, I haven't done karaoke since like uh, upstate New York so many years What's ago. What's your go-to songs then? No, again, I haven't done it since then. Well, so what was it then, though? Back then? You, you're not ready for Yo, this. Yo, please. You're not ready for this? <laughs> Yo, I did uh, T-Pain Stripper. Wow. Yes. Yes. I'm in Yo, love with a stripper. <laughs> there's actual footage of me, but nobody could ever find it. Um, doing karaoke? There's footage of me doing karaoke. My goal, but I'm like smacked. It's New Year's. <laughs> I'm smacked. And my go to karaoke song is Beyonce, One Plus One. What? Beyonce? How'd you make that go to? Bro, I used to get. I used to. I used <laughs> to. Gotta find this footage. I used to yeah. Have, wow. You know, I used to have some memorable nights to that song, and that just became like my <laughs> karaoke song. Like, it was easy. It was like engraved in my head, but. Yeah, One Plus One by Beyonce is my karaoke song for sure. We're going to have to do that at a live event at some point. At a live event at some point. <laughs> What's your go-to karaoke? I don't do karaoke. You've never man. done karaoke. I lived in downtown LA in Koreatown. They have a million karaoke bars, so I would go, but I would watch. I get too nervous. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't do karaoke. You've never done it I, either? I've done it in like the household Filipino setting. <laughs> Because like a lot of Filipinos have uh, like their own karaoke machine, magic or a piano, it? yeah, or a piano. <laughs> uh, but I, it embarrasses me. Is that weird? Really? Yeah, yeah that's, that's how I feel too. Damn, and it's funny because you're a DJ. We gotta smoke. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna we tell gotta you this, smoke and go do karaoke, man. Here's my theory, though. You ready? Yes. If you're kind of, cause I I could like hold a note, right? Oh, oh, so you think if you're good, you're showing off? Not yeah. If you're good, you you know you usually hate on a motherfucker. You're like, yeah, oh, this motherfucker. Thing. And I'm not yeah, saying it I'm is like true. But then no, if you're like the silly right. dude, you're like, oh, he killed it, and he did. Baby got back. And, he's right though, because if you come in there and you all, I'm like, man, this motherfucker yeah. can sing. This ain't fair. Exactly. <laughs> Supposed Go get to get a record bad. deal. Yeah. <laughs> so my dad is like a big karaoke guy. So he um he sang karaoke recently on the ship, but he's like the opposite of me. He like he thinks he's a man on that shit. <laughs> but he could, he could sing. But I, I think I could like so I would I couldn't fake singing. I, I'm not saying I'm a great singer, but I couldn't like try to sing bad to get that reaction. And then if I sang good, I think people would be like. You're lame. Like, yeah, I don't, you know what I'm yeah, saying? You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know that's not true all the way. <laughs> well, I'll clap for a good karaoke person. Yeah, no, I I, I definitely do clap for so, a good karaoke person. I've ran across one or two. One or two. No, I have, I actually went to a spot in Chicago, right? And it was, you know, pretty cool to, you know, it was like a club, but you get your little private, you know, karaoke thing and whatnot. My friend, yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about those. Why? What private rooms? Yeah, right. Like the point of karaoke oh, like is going to, up in front of the bar and. Bro, but you supposed to sing in front of everybody. You're gonna go to your no, little but, private room and yeah. where, and have the confidence. No, that's but like cheating, the private man. rooms is is like it's a big room. So yeah, but you gotta come with your own yeah, people. Yeah, you usually come you're trying with to do the cocaine rooms. That's why. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I don't know none about that. I, w- I want to sing in front of the whole bar. I knew this dude, <laughs> rest in peace, used to tour with us. 
this is the weirdest thing that I ever seen. I swear, I've never seen this before <coughs> in my life. We would we go to this karaoke spot in Philly, and he would call it like a live mashup, and he would sing other lyrics on top of <laughs> what other song it was, and people would be so fucked up about it and so confused because like. They thought they're gonna sing this song, but mm-hmm. he did like a live mashup that actually like went super hard. So people were like, not they were sure. very confused. Yeah, by were confused. It. Yeah, but yeah. I think when people are confused, that's when you like did do something new, you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> Rest in peace, Ken. So for like for example, this summer you guys have the tour upcoming, yep. right? Yeah. How do you as Wiz Khalifa's DJ prepare? Um, both, not just you know. You know, business, but like personally, you got to pack for all these weeks. So, how does that go for you? Uh, I you- mean, I've been on a like the first tour that I've ever been on. I remember packing like every pair of shoes to match everything, every Let's drip, go. you know. But then, when you had, realize it was too heavy, I mean, it's just like it doesn't matter when you're on tour. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? It doesn't really matter. I mean, you can swag every day, definitely, but there's ways to swag without carrying like huge luggage or whatever yeah. it just gets messy you know the more shit you have the more you got to worry about on tour but like if you're a whiz you get like a whole wardrobe and people bring it out right but for me i've learned to like kind of wear basic shit and keep it real clean like i try not to bring super flashy outfits because you remember them things you know what i mean so i try to keep it Hilarious. you guys wash your clothes too yeah, like yeah the we whole- wash our clothes on tour i mean i'm sure there have been some tours where you just like buy clothes the whole way and be wasteful throw away underwear and shit <laughs> I, I remember a few of my friends being real surprised like coming to a tour stop or whatever and i would just buy new underwear because mm. like you just don't want to fucking deal with it yeah <laughs> you don't have yeah. to uh but yeah i mean we do rehearsals leading up and everything and we do a couple days of figuring it out and dialing in and then getting the visuals to go with it i mean this is our first one after like two almost two years after the pandemic so i think like everyone's just happy to be out there how many cities there's a lot it's from like the end of july to the beginning of september so it's like six weeks wow and logic's coming out of retirement which is cool so we'll see how that goes wow that's big that's really big. Logic, uh, Wiz will be headlining, though? Uh, so apparently, and you may have heard it here first, um, we're going to be switching depending on, like, what part of the country we're in. Got it. I guess so, you. you know, there's more Logic fans maybe in a certain area. or come on last. Yeah, I think we're doing, like, Barclays in New York. Oh, wow. So, like, that would probably... My guess would be a Logic headline. Pittsburgh would be a Wiz headline. Mm-hmm. So there might be, like, a few shows in a row of either or. But it'll be cool. I think... We haven't toured with someone like Logic, so I think it'll be cool. Have you been DJ for anybody else in TGOD? Uh, I mean, I've done, actually, I've done, you know, I've done shows for Chevy uh, and like Juicy if I have to, or Ty, I've done. DJ for Juicy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I remember doing a a Juicy set. Juicy J? Yeah, Juicy J. Oh, Austin, Texas. I uh, I DJed, it might have been his only performance, but... uh, um, T. Woodley, you know how he like raps. I don't know if you ever heard his song. Yeah, so yeah, he, yeah. He did Tyrone. It. Yeah, uh, Tyron came out on stage and and performed. Uh, I forget the name of the song. It's it's called like yeah. Beat didn't the he fuck make a new? Didn't he make a new track when he was uh, fighting Jake? I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. I think he, he made music. a new track when he yeah, fought yeah. Jake. That's so crazy. Um, it was it, it was cool to to see him do that. 
Yeah. Yeah, he actually let me go to his camp, man. I, I spent a lot of time with him for this fight with Jake because I, I know Pedro Diaz, who was his trainer at the time. So I was uh, going back and forth to Miami for a couple of weeks during that training camp and uh, got to meet him and his sister. And he's a pretty good guy. Short as hell in real life. Super short. Tyrone? Yeah, Tyrone Woodley. Yeah, yeah, yeah hell yeah. Smaller, but he, yeah, he's cool as hell. He's yeah, cool as hell. hell yeah. And hell he yeah. smokes hella weed. Yeah. A lot of MMA guys I'm finding out, we're finding out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, he stopped testing in MMA, right? Yeah. I, I don't know about that. I think, I think. Um, I, so the state of Nevada has stopped testing yeah. altogether. The state in the, boxing, though, they test? Uh, hell yeah. Yeah. So it's like they do for like the title fights, right? But like if you're not fighting for one of these big fights that require additional drug testing, the state of Nevada won't drug test for it. So... He knows everything. I know. Yeah. Man. Any questions you have about boxing, just hit Danny up. He's the man for that. Almanac. Almanac. Yeah. I don't know about everything. Hey. Twenty-eight city tour though. I, I That's went, huge. I went and yeah, you guys got to come. We're come, we're at Homedell, New Jersey. Is that near where you are? No. You never heard that? No. Yes, but that's. That's, that's south. south. That's still south. July twenty-eighth is the second tour stop, and that's L.A. Okay. Yes. We're at State uh, Crypto. Where's Arizona? That's that's close too. It's yeah, a that's hours Phoenix. Away. I, I, I think Phoenix would be the better one. LA is like too many. LA Phoenix is a lot of fun. Yeah, so LA. Fun. Yeah. If I tell people to come to shows, I'm like, come to the one where like Midwest or something. Yeah. You get more FaceTime with Wiz and yeah, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it's everyone in LA. Phoenix is fun. Everyone's just trying to get their Instagram on at those cities. Can I take all, a pic, pull yeah, out the exactly. phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or asking you for tickets and. That's why you I'm got like, new friends coming my, out. My rule is no LA, no no New York, no Pittsburgh, and no Philly. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hear you. Everything else is game though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We going to Phoenix, fellas. Have you seen Wiz before perform? Not live. I no. saw him at um, Rock the Bells uh, when Cushion Orange Juice came out, and then I saw him again. 2010, yeah. Yeah, and then right, yeah, that was awesome. That was when he was rocking like the camel shorts all the time. And uh, he was always hitting the bong, and <laughs> now, well, he hits the gravity bong now. But back then, it was blunts too. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you guys one of those. Yeah. We show, we show Nestor yeah. earlier. One of these, they, they got to show me how to use this one. Yo, so Nestor and I have never smoked it. Oh. So we said never smoked a bong before. Nah. So nah. we said today, like before you go, like once the show's over. Yeah. You know? Today's the day. Today's really? The day, yeah. Perfect. Shout out to Hardeen for the. Shout out to Hardeen. Yes. This bong is from Thailand, I'm pretty sure. certain this company's out of Thailand. Mm. Yeah. So what can you tell us about that bong? <laughs> I don't know. It's a nice-ass bong, though. It's very <laughs> nice. So what, how do you use it? What do the colors is it, What do the colors uh, represent? It's the Rasta. It's the Rasta. See, I told you. You over there talking about... <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? What he you said say? the LG, LGBTQ. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, no, bro. Like, that, I'm pretty sure it's like, not that. It's the Rasta. <laughs> What's this one? Oh, this is the one you can smoke out of. Can't hear my headphones. Why not? I think. Why this one you can't? No, I want I want him to hit the Rasta one this too. This one's so nice. I know it's exactly. so nice. Exactly. We can clean it. We can clean it. You can hit this one. Yeah. You never yeah. hit a bong though. We should all hit it though later. Let's do it. I've tried, man. They always make me coughed and my eyes are watering. It's like it's I don't know. It's nothing like burning. It's 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 nothing like like you know a J. You know what I'm saying? Look, I I was smoking the other day and I felt. I felt like I got the greatest compliment in the world. It was like, man, you smoke weed. You're so sophisticated smoking weed. It's like, 
Because I'm like, I, you know, it's like a cigarette. This is so different. But I want to try. I want to see. I do like the act of smoking. Yeah. Know, as much as I like all the other. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know. Equal That's why this really doesn't do it for me. Your headphones out? No, no. See, it's a little bit of feedback. There it is. Oh. Is it back? No, it's all good, though. There you go. Yeah. Something dropped at the bottom. That's why. But uh, so so you are typically papers or cones. Papers. Papers. You rolling? Yeah. You know what's funny is that I had always rolled papers, and I remember like the first like van run I was gonna do with Wiz, um, and I and I, I didn't roll blunts. Like I just always rolled papers for some reason. I had practice rolling blunts and shit. I was like, oh shit. I can't wait to be on tour with Wiz, rolling blunts. And then, like, I don't know if it was, like, the week it changed, but, like, when I got there, he's like, we don't smoke blunts anymore. He's like, we only roll papers. And I was I was shocked. And I was like, all right, well. But I didn't really get good rolling papers probably till it took me, like, it took a long, it really takes a while to really. To roll a good J. Yeah, and I think I'm still on Easier my J. You don't think runs. it's too messy? I think that's so messy, man. It's you always fun. just do the cones? So, hell, he's got this. Cone, he's man. got this crazy system. It's just, like, two seconds, he's got a joint. Cone ready to go. Yeah, and do I'm, they always burn right too? Uh, yeah, for the most part. I mean, you know, if you're smoking outside, then you might get a little bit of a cone or something like that. Right. Yeah, the burning. The boat. Yeah. Uh, it's other crazy. Than that, Everybody calls it something different. Yes, they do. You call it a cone and he just said the boat. Yeah. Other people. What uh, you call it? Canoe. Canoeing. I've heard that. <laughs> I've that. And that one makes the most sense, right? Because it's always at the top and the bottom looks like the canoe now. So, so the boat. Yeah. So the boat. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, so, when's the first time you smoked weed? Oh man, I'm I I started at 17 and I only had one joint. And I realized that wasn't for me. And it took me 10 years later, man. Uh why was wait, why wasn't it for you at the moment? Did you get high or what? I got high, but the world was spinning, you know, and it, right. I just it just it it didn't work. And I also uh fell for the fact that people put this bad stigma on weed, so I didn't know that functional marijuana users existed, you know? So I'm like, mm, I don't want to be one of those so hotheads. How did the sequel <laughs> happen then? Well, I went through some shit in life with my uh, my woman at the time. Damn. And uh, I was single. You went for the weed? You were no, like, <laughs> no, no. I, I went for the date. As soon as we break up, I'm like, well, I'm I'm free. So uh, I invited someone over and she's like, can I smoke? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. And she starts rolling up and she's like, do you want to hit it? And I'm like, 27. I'm like, Damn. why not? And it's a wrap after that. <laughs> How'd that make you feel? Dude? No, it was amazing. And then I, that's when I realized how great sex was while you're Man. high. It's totally different. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe for all of us, it's probably, we've probably already like, I don't know. That's probably gone, that feeling, because we're always high. But, uh, it, you know, it is special, though. I, uh, if you can, if you can attain that that feeling, it is a great one. Girls that smoke weed too are cool as hell too. Absolutely, always cool. Yep. It's not always. It's not always easy to find. Them. No, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. I don't even have one that smokes weed. Like really? my lady, my lady does not. I swore by now I would have influenced does she hate, her. Does she hate that you she smoke doesn't. Weed? Okay. She doesn't. She like, doesn't. She's so cool about that, which is great because. I got a closet full of weed. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I found it quite interesting. Like when we were in San Diego, 
like you're smoking and like she came and sat on your lap and bro if i'm not smoking i don't want to be too close to people who are just like if i'm not smoking yeah i don't want to be that close around it bro i literally blow fucking smoking her curls and just watch it like go through the hair because <laughs> it gets caught up and see how i be high as hell just like like it, blow it from the bottom. She's like, stop, you gonna burn my hair. I'm like, how I'm gonna catch it? How your hair's gonna catch on fire with smoke? Right. But if you ever blow hair, I mean smoke inside the hair and just watch it motherfucking That's find its good way out. That's good as <laughs> Wait, so tell, so then like after you smoke with the with that girl, like, do you remember being like, I gotta buy some now? Like, do you or how did uh, that or did you get it from? Well, you? I just I just definitely had to buy some. Yeah, no. Um and it was funny because I didn't know how to roll. So I, I would get my neighbor to roll for what, me. What blunt? Was she rolling? Whatever. Oh, yeah, okay. she rolled in a blunt. Oh, okay. She rolled in a blunt. She rolled in a blunt. And uh, so the first thing I started using because you know when you're a rookie, you have to find what's what's simple, right? So like I went to blunt wraps, mm -hmm. but those are trash. Yeah. Like, and, and your tongue yeah, always tastes nasty. Yeah, and the weed, the flavor of the weed, you lose it. Don't use blunt wraps. Ooh. No, you lose the weed. All Hallelujah. of a sudden, everything you're smoking is grape or apple because of the stupid-ass blunt wrap. So then I went to Swisher's. And it, I, I just don't like tobacco products, man. I'm just happy I found uh, Cones and the Cone Artists, which made it quicker to fucking pack. And yeah. I, I, never I, I, I never travel without it. I have one at home and one in my bag. Wiz was like, in 2010, it was like a weird thing for people at the time because Wiz was like, papers, 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 papers. And I think everyone was like smoking. Wiz had been smoking Swishers, but yeah. it was definitely blunt culture. Yeah. And when him and Currency really like pushed that agenda... People like got offended. You know, some people just got offended. Like, oh, no. you know, and obviously backwards. Yeah, no, it's, it's like planes. some culture. It's part of the culture. It's like, oh, I need a whiteout. I need a Dutch. No, give me a Swisher. And it's like, we don't need tobacco. I like to taste the weed, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's fun to roll, I guess. I, I, I'm with you on tobacco, but I used to smoke cigarettes and shit. So I'm just me glad too. I'm off me all too. That. I, had a I bad quit. Week. Cold I was turkey. smoking backwards all week, man. I never do. I don't know why. I, I hate that. I just, I just, I liked it this week. I don't know. Every once, you know, if I taste one. What, what's the Packwoods made out of? I just those had are, that this those morning. Those are hemp leaves, I think. Oh, wow. I don't think it, it's it actually. It looks almost tobacco. That's the whole point. Yeah, I, I think it's the whole point is to like get people to get off the blunt so you smoke those. They definitely feel fat like a blunt. Mm -hmm. it, right. it gave me that whole, I felt like, you know, Tony Montana movie. It felt all cigar with it, like it was a yeah, cigar. Yeah, with the glass tip and all yeah, that was nice. Was very... See, I don't know if it was, the, it was the cigarettes from back in the day when I did smoke blunts, or uh, but like I always at, at the time I had my my buddy Wayne, which is we he was he would always roll for me, so he was always rolling blunts. Uh, but I was like, we get the phlegm and shit in the morning, and I think that's from the blunts, right? yeah. From and the, then yeah, when 100%. I when it was like strictly papers, I've I there was such a difference when I when I woke up the next day. Yes, yeah, crazy. No, you're absolutely right. If you're smoking in tobacco products, you're spitting up the the worst looking yeah. phlegm in the morning yeah. and throughout the day. Let's just be real. Yeah, it's 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 not cool. So. The way they lick the blunt sometimes. I know people out there love their blunt. They love their yeah. Hennessy. You Let know. me get one of those waters. Yeah, same. Actually, I got one. I don't. Shout out to RX Water. Yeah. Shout out to RX. What what is that? RX or this? Yeah. Uh, this is a vape that Madison bought me for 420, and then this is the you battery. The battery. That, the battery that Hadadin gave me outside of uh, the store. The Rove joint. Yeah. You should try this. What's that? This is Camp Pens. 
It's pretty good. Okay. It got me kind of high over here. Give so it a, why, give it a why good does yours go. look way darker than mine's in terms of the oil? Is that just the tint? I think that's a live resin one. Oh, it's live I, resin? So you just pull, you don't press nothing here? Mm-mm. Oh, this is sophisticated. Mine's is the old-fashioned press on it. Is that disposable? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Disposable. What you think, He's hitting the vape right now. Okay. Definitely um, thicker than this. Tastes good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, it feels like it's a heavier smoke than this. Brian, so so tell us, uh, so many tours, so many years, so many shows, craziest prank. Because let me tell you, I just started traveling with this uh, work crew here, and <laughs> man, they, they, they love them a prank, so I'm, I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> they bro. love them a prank. They love them a prank. Man, through the years, I mean, you know, always like fucking with people in their sleep is like, oh man, it's the worst, you know? Right. So I've seen like... <laughs> I've seen it got this this whole dude's face was written on in Sharpie, which is passed out sleeping. He was passed out after a show, and people just drew all this shit. Permanent Sharpie. Well, it was like a, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you could wash it off. It was just like a regular Sharpie, but he was fucked up for a while. <laughs> that's tough, man. When people fuck with you in your sleep, that's 100%. why like choosing the bunk is is always like strategic. People like the top, the middle, or the bottom. I've learned over time the bottom bunk. For me, at least, is the best choice. They don't want to crouch down? Well, you just, like, are forgotten, kind (laughs) of. So if you're trying to pass out early, because a lot of times you're just smoking weed all day long on tour. And after the show, after you jumped around for a while, like... You ready to pass out? Dumb high. I mean, there were times when, like, dabbing first came out or we would just, like, make people smoke, like, crazy. Like, you know, the dabbing machines and all Uh. this shit constantly. So it's a lot of weed, man. It's a lot Uh. of we just we just tried the Khalifa Kush. Right yeah, now, right before, before you came, we had that. That shit's good. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah that was fire. That yeah. was fire. That was it's actually, funny that you. Got, I mean, that was I guess my first time having it. I wonder, is it because of you that it's always available? Because I remember it was so hard for me to get. He would like know that I'm coming into town and like I'd have it get, ready for yeah. him because he liked it so much. Because yeah. it's always sold out in Reef. And now at Hardeen, no, no, yeah, that's where I used to get it. Was that's why I'm saying, yeah, is yeah. it because you work for them that you had, you oh, guys uh, have it so readily I don't know. available? Actually, I'll tell you, we used to sell it. I think cheaper than anybody else in in the city, actually, as well. So, I don't think so. I think Rick, our buyer, the guy you met earlier, he had told me one time that he used me to leverage something like a cheaper price or whatever. But uh, I don't know. We have yeah. it at Hardeen though, because it's always sold out over there, and. Uh, you know, I've got it twice from you guys already, back to back. I'm gonna tell you from my uh, and this like I don't stat me on this, but just watching other rapper weed brands, like a lot of rappers, I feel like are rushing in. I'm just figuring this out for the first time, so this mm-hmm. is an observation. I could be wrong. Um, like a lot of rappers are jumping into this space, but you know, so they'll get the label and it'll be exciting. But like then, I don't think that they really like sell well. Um, so I would say that if you're looking to get into the space, like really, you know, you didn't bi- build Wiz overnight, right? But when I think about Wiz, think about every state that's going to become legal. Like Khalifa Kush is going to always be 
some coveted shit because like you know you want to smoke what with smokes right of course mm-hmm. and and it's good weed no that's is for me it's not about what with smokes it's, right, right. it's, it's, it's like it's actually good like because i when i when i first got it i got it because it's with khalifa so it's like oh i gotta try this with right. but then it was like khalifa because he's a good. real smoker so you're like okay he's a real smoker i want to try what he's yeah trying, I, mean, I just rarely hear anyone. it's been around for a while too yeah like, they don't come in the shop or ask for like hey do you have this person's weed one person recently asked if we had rick ross's weed I'm oh not, i'm not even sure if he had a string i didn't even know he had something i know that uh they had um cookies did nipsey in la i think they had like a the marathon og yeah marathon og yeah, and the tiramisu good. they had yeah. the tiramisu rick ross had a cookie strain that really? was uh lemon pepper and then he oh, had Collins Avenue. I seen lemon pepper today cookies. on the menu. I didn't see. I didn't yeah, see that. and then we tried the Tyson strain, but, uh, which was good. I don't know what was the grower, but I did see lemon pepper. I didn't even think of yeah, it. Yeah, that was I that, that should, that should was, be something he, he has should the try. Wingstop, you know the Wingstop. Yeah, 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 yeah. He should try that. He always tries lemon pepper. He should try that. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna have y'all review some of the weed at the shop, and we you know get the the boxing voice on weed. Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. We actually did a, a, a pilot episode of Strippers and Weed, and I got lucky. My stripper knew just as much as me. Yeah, no, because I, I, I've i grown for seven years. Like, I know. I know. I know if you're not flushing. I know if you're not using mason jars. If you're not popping. Like, I, I've grown. So I love marijuana. And... Uh, yeah, the girls, I will give the you girls a at Hardin, they know they know what they're talking about. They too. got a university, really, right? Really shocked me. Yeah, they have a university. Yeah, you took us to the class. Yeah, it they, was pretty uh, dope. Put these girls through these classes, so they really know. I'm a, I'm a shocked, like that when they can. Tell I actually me. have a question for you about the girls at yeah. Harding. My my engineer was saying that the models are really the bud senders. Is that true? Yeah. So I I would say like at least. Could be more than half of the content that you see are uh, bud tenders or our own influencers. But a lot of the bud tenders, we get them to do the swimsuit photo shoot or uh, employees. Um, keep it all in house. Yeah, which is which is great. You know, yeah. live and local. You know. Yeah, of course. That's Give pretty them a dope. Little shine too. That's pretty dope. That's pretty dope because that means that you guys have the best looking fucking bud tenders in <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> no question about that. For real. Well, well we're in there earlier. My head's just going. <laughs> I've been exploring just kind of che- I've been very slow at it but uh recently I went to go check one out that had just opened and um I'm actually I'm always nervous that it might be better than our shop and then I'm like no like to <laughs> no. the detail to the to the butt tender to the just the the lights and the the way that my that my boss the way that he thinks man is the, the details are so crazy and now I pick up on it. You know? I mean, yeah, you walk right in and you got the big green sign right there. It smells good too. There's like no, a I, yeah, distinct yeah. smell. We have a candle. The- we got to give you the candle, the diffuser, <laughs> and the, there was like a whole process to go through that that smell. Really? Yeah. yeah it smells good in there when right when yeah, you walk it does. in. I had mentioned it to the young ladies the first time, and then when we got back today, I'm like. So it smells good. Gotta get the candle for the new spot. Need lights over there. The lights are so dim. Now, I, I see. I went back through the Instagram and seen everybody takes pictures in front of the in front of the the Hadding sign, but the lights are always brighter. I wonder, do they turn up or what? Which one? In which room? In, in, in the, the main. forest, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in the main, it's yeah. I think it's uh. They got the mood set in there, yeah, huh? Yeah, we might have to do like get the spotlight popping okay. out there real quick. Because I seen so many people take pictures in front of that sign and it was so bright. I'm like, okay. That's the picture location. Yeah, we're going to try to get you a little something in here. 
Yeah. Or for the, you know, I hear you got a neon sign in the works. Yeah, I think so. And we got you guys on the billboard, but. Yeah, yeah, no. We we saw the, I, sh- uh, I showed him the picture you nice. sent me, but uh, we we're going to go check it out, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I show mad love. Hard thing show mad that. love. Now, welcome to Vegas. And thanks for, like, just, we've, I've, Probably only met you a week ago, and already we've uh, shared some good moments. Yeah, Absolutely, cool. no, man. Definitely. Thank you for being uh, as uh, friendly and welcoming as you have been. I mean, just being downstairs in that room uh, where, where so many famous... Uh, not only There you go. Legends. There you, you go. Know. Legends. Definitely. That was a... Definitely that was a special a, moment. You exactly. Know, a Definitely special a special moment. moment, one that I'll remember. I want to shout out to your fans, though, man, for uh, it just sounds like such a cool organic trip. Like, if there are any of my people in here, like, definitely subscribe to these dudes. Check them out and follow them. And just, like, the where, where y'all come from and have it the way it was just passionate about boxing, man. And that's kind of how I feel about where I'm at. You know, I'm not really too shiny over here. Um, hopefully one day. But... uh <laughs> You know, it's just good to see y'all, y'all hustle. You know, you come from the East Coast too, especially. I could definitely sure. feel that that vibe. But to see the boxing voice, to see you guys with your stream over the weekend, and just like all, all these legends gonna start coming in. You know, doing the interviews. Welcome to Vegas, man. It's big. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Let me get a screen share, George. Uh, I want to show this to your your graphics guy, right? Did we do well with the logo? Because I know it's your this is your baby, so you know what I would say that we have a certain green that we use. Oh man! So if I, I was tried be my real best. critical about it, that's what my boss would say. He'd be like, "That's not the green." But I see the bud tenders in the back yes, right there. Shout yes. out to Kira. And I can't. Who's see Kira? It. All the way far left. Yeah, she's far left. She, yeah, yeah, that's that that that's my favorite. Oh, yeah? There, there it is. With that front thigh tattoo. <laughs> yeah, but she looks Mexican because it looks like the um, the, uh, the 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 one from the Mexican Independence Day with the carabela, the mask with the lights. Oh, yeah. If you yeah. look yep, at it. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I know. You did a good job there. I like it. Well, no, not me. Not me. That's uh, my guy, Jemmy. Shout out to Jemmy. Jimmy, All right, Joyce, appreciate you. it. Jimmy, you used the wrong color. You fucked up. <laughs> Do better. Is that critical? Was that, was nah, that, was that too nah, critical? Nah, nah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. You'll give us the, the right color code so we get yeah, it right exactly, next time. Exactly. Get it right next time. I think he knows it by heart. You know it by heart? Like, Jimmy, you should have done a color match. <laughs> so anything you want to announce before we get you out of nah. here any any dates any pl- where they can get tickets uh all right so we got the I, I, any I greeting couple, meets you I got, have i got a couple i'll do a couple yeah so this weekend we're at uh light but we're doing the night swim so it's daylight it's pool but i'm doing that at night and then next week i'm doing dre's big sean we're opening up for big sean the homie big sean out of detroit but he'll be at dre's at the what beach. day is that that's next saturday i think it's the 21st okay next and, saturday is the 21st yep. yes yep um the and then we have memorial day weekend which i may or may not be i don't know if you all ever seen this but memorial day weekend's my birthday oh yeah yeah the 31st taurus or gemini gemini okay gemini uh, I'm going to tell you about this thing that I did that I definitely got mixed reviews about, but it's cool. Um, I One time I thought about this. I thought, how could I DJ the national anthem, right? Uh-huh. So I cut up a bunch of uh, lines from the national anthem from a bunch of different famous versions, Jimi Hendrix, Lady Gaga, Whitney Houston, um, and I like, 
pieced them all together. It was it's the the degree of difficulty is not hard, but just like that idea, and to to actually do that somewhere was kind of tricky. Like, how do I tell someone that or whatever? How do I show it? It's like, so I um at the time I was working in Minneapolis and the owners of my radio station owned the Minnesota Twins, mm-hmm. so I had convinced the. Uh, one of the owners of the twins, I was like, hey, I want to do this national anthem. And they were, they were like, oh, they're all booked for this year. So I couldn't do it. So the next year came around and they had me do it. And it's just, it's, it is, it's, it's like, it's just different. Like people don't really understand what was going on. And maybe some did, like some DJs were like, yo, that was crazy. Never even thought about that. And some DJs were like, you know, you could have put all of them in key or done something, to, you know. And I was like, okay, I'll take either or. But the I had some mixed reviews at the time that people were like, you're supporting um, Trump by doing this or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And what I realized, though, is that when you're at a point where shit is like, when people are kind of sitting either or, like, then you have their attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you finally have someone's attention. So I could be, I'm hoping I am. Uh, I got asked to do the national anthem at um, Minnesota United soccer team, which is cool. So I might do it there. Well, I'll have to show you the video. So, I, I mean, it's easy. I just cut up some pieces. I'm going to see if I could, like, maybe fine-tune it a little bit more. But truthfully, having a DJ do do that to me was just, like, it's just a new space. Like, I've never, I've never seen I've that I've never before, heard a so. DJ doing a uh, national anthem, so that Make is sure you add new. some prints if you're going to be in Minnesota. Yeah, right? I yeah, should. I should. Yeah, yeah. I have it, like, I have it kind of dialed in to, like... It sounds cool, though. Yeah, you guys should it's check cool it concept. out. Yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube, though, so if you check out my YouTube. Uh, so I might be doing that at the Minnesota United game, and then I'm doing, like, some weed festival in Norfolk. But the Wiz, Logic Tour, uh, Vinyl Verse is going to be dope. Logic's coming out of retirement. Wiz's first tour, summer tour since before COVID. Weed's legal in a lot of these states, yeah. you know, now. And uh, DJ Drama's coming on tour with us, 24K Golden. Nice. So you oh, guys Golden. should definitely nice. come out. Major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it Isn't, should be good summer vibes. Is Drama Dominican? I don't know, actually. Think Drama's so. from Philly. I think mm-hmm. he's, uh, I thought he was uh, half black, half white, Drama. Mm. Well, he's somebody's Googling already. All right, here we go. <laughs> He's Dominican. That is him. American. Well, I don't believe it. American. <laughs> American. Americano. Are Are you Dominican? Yeah. How are you? Uh, I am Mexican. Whoa! What's up with that pause? He's like Mexican. Uh, I was gonna throw the American behind it, uh-huh. but yeah, I'm Mexican. Yeah. All right. Uh, I also am at Hardeen, so I, I work at uh, Hardeen in the marketing department, and we get people to. We like just partner up with a lot of cool people around the world, like Who Kid and DJ Envy and all the DJs, shout them out. And so, you know, to partner up with you guys is super cool because I feel like weed and all these new spaces are about to happen. It is happening, Uh, whether it's in UFC or uh, whether it's the, I can believe isn't it like the NBA stopped testing for weed. Yes, too? they did. Mm. They did. I I saw the stat. It's like a little over eighty percent of all NBA players smoke weed right now. High rollers. High rollers. You know, I, you know, if you guys don't know about that, super yeah. cool jujitsu-infused tournament uh, that happens in Vegas exclusively. I mean... Invite I, only. Invite only, for sure. And, I mean, you know, high boxing. I'm sure that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Green gloves, though, you know? It's green, green gloves. <laughs> I like that. I like that. The green gloves. Yeah, man. TBV. We're just trying for to sure. get immersed with the Vegas culture. Yeah, mm. man. High Rollers actually has an event. You said this yeah, week, I right? May 14th. This weekend. May 14th, yeah. yeah. 
uh, it's fucking awesome. Shout out to Matt and Lonnie and the whole crew that literally were like, we smoke weed and we roll and do jujitsu. And there's hella people that do that. So it's a super cool space to be a part of. We also partnered with them and uh, we reward some of their big, big matches uh, with uh, cannabis. So uh, you can follow High Rollers at HRBJJ. You know, they have to go kind of secret here with the with the with the high rollers uh instagram not to get shadow banned because you know not everybody understands what it is they're doing uh and that's how he explained it to me i'm like why why because the letters threw me off right and he's like no you know we have to do it that way because they've gotten a few accounts shadow banned he was explaining so it's crazy yep but um yeah you can follow them once again at H-R-B-J-J, and that's at H-R-B-J-J. Is there anything like that, like a boxing weed? No, no, no. This is very unique. I mean, obviously, it is jujitsu, but uh, once again, it's like I said, I was very excited when you introduced me to them because, like he's about to explain, ours is very similar, except we've never actually had a venue that allows us to smoke, but 99% of our fighters that have fought on our cards smoke. It's like I said, like I said, our audience, uh, we're pretty much we uh, involved in that cannabis culture. Mm. I like getting high in training. I don't know. Something about it makes me more focused. So I can see how fighters or uh, even the jujitsu, like they, it gets them focused and locked in for it. So that's what I do. I smoke weed all the time and, and go train. I mean, I think it's a better alternative for some of these white pills you know? yeah 100 percent. absolutely at, if they're hurt absolutely i'm not i haven't taken any pills whatsoever I, i've actually never done anything uh you know further than marijuana that's like it's, you never, it's just you never went to the karaoke rooms ever no, no i'm just kidding no <laughs> not I've actually never sang karaoke high, so we need to do this. We're doing it because I'm telling you, it's been so many years. I don't even think I was smoking. And wait, what was was your song again? No, it was it was T Pain's. I'm in love with a stripper. I'm in love with a stripper. In love with a stripper. That's it. It's very easy, very easy song. Everyone knew it, so it was like I had the crowd jamming. Killed it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Terrible tune. I love it. I love it. Thank you, guys. But uh, oh, give out your social you. media, oh, yeah. uh, Bonix. Follow me at DJ Bonix, DJ B O N I C S, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. I'm on Twitch every once in a while. Twitch. Oh, really? Dude, it saved me through. No, that's amazing. I was making like Live streaming? a few thousand dollars a month. I'm streaming. sure, bro. And it was like very organic, but um, I got lucky and got verified quickly. And that was the key. Mm. Uh, but. Uh, that shit's great. Yeah, I, I have a I, lot of Twitch friends. You do you guys? We don't Twitch, but I have someone actually here in Vegas who does very well monthly Twitching. Right, it's pretty good. Yeah, there so was like a um, keep at it, man. A YouTube video of like the 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 DJs that made the most amount of money. I think mm-hmm. D Nice was in there, right? Franzen was number one. Franzen, really? Good like for him. Half a million, like half a million. Yeah. Wow. yeah. But he DJed like. I think he still might be going like over 300 days, like over a year in a row. Like he hasn't stopped. Oh, he, wow. He's really into the music. I follow him. He's I'm, been DJing 300 days in a row on Twitch. Like on Twitch. Like he hasn't he's a grinder. Yeah. 
That's damn. Crazy. On top of DJing at Dre's and everything else, he does. oh wow. Yeah. On top of okay, I yeah, think he, he DJs for, at So he does a live. He does a live yeah, he'll daily, do, and I think he does no. stuff with like Drake and stuff. Yes, yes, yes. live on Twitch daily plus on, his on normal Twitch. schedule. Yes, yeah, correct. but he'll also I think oh, he's broadcast a from Dre sometimes. Like you might catch him. That's cool. DJing at the club. Okay. Yeah, he like probably broke a record. Now, how's that work for you? Like, once your set is over, they they demonetize you for the 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 music and the copyright, or or? Well, um, nah, I don't. I think that shit's still getting kind of sticky, but they haven't really been able Jumped to. Jumped on that yet? Yeah, like the replays. Like, so I don't leave any streams up on my shit, and so if you watch people's streams that they leave up, they'll leave like a big muted part of it or whatever. But you're getting the subs, the subscription, and money and shit. So really. You know what I love about Twitch, and I, I can't wait for YouTube to adapt it because that's what they do. You know, they're the bigger company; they just steal everything. It just takes them longer. Right. Uh, is the gifting subscriptions? I love that. Like, if you're live, I could be like, "Here's I, 50 subscriptions, Madison. Go check out his show and and gift." You know, yo, people need to do that for YouTube. During the pandemic, like, I've seen people drop, like, especially on like girl DJs or whatever, like. People be dropping crazy of course, on these girls. Of you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. Bro, I, I remember I went to a Mayweather Logan Paul, one of my best years, or months rather, and uh, I met this Twitch girl, right? She seen, right? I'm just, I'm live. I'm live in the bowl. And I'm like, yo, I'm at 24,000 live. Oh, shit. 36. I have 44,000 people live. She just jumped in front of my shit, bouncing her titties, had her shirt on, her OnlyFans shirt, and um, you know, her Twitch, her Twitch account. I go to her Twitch account, like over 375,000 followers What's she on doing Twitch. on Twitch? S fucking sitting in pools <laughs> with a bikini. You know that the, the microphone. Oh, the ASMR. Fucking, yeah. yo, white girl doing crazy shit, but she was thick, thin a motherfucker. Thick as grits, yo. It was crazy. Just bouncing her titties in front of my live, like, I'm like, yo, what the fuck? The chat going crazy. <laughs> Super Twitch grind. is crazy. Like, Twitch is crazy. People are really making on the OnlyFans and shit. Bro, the internet has spawned so many entrepreneurs, like. It's insane. I love it. I love it. It's giving everybody an opportunity, man. How you feel about NFTs and all that? Uh, I, I don't know enough. I don't want to, you know, say too much on... I, I just don't know how to make money on it. You know what I mean? Like, I always feel like the first person is the one that made money because he sold it after that. What? It's hard to believe because I feel like people ruined it. And so, there's too many scammers. Yeah, there's too many scammers. And uh, Bro, the fight with Mayweather, you got to buy it through an NFT. It's a pay-per-view, but it's like an NFT pay-per-view. So I'm like, what the fuck? Who's he fighting? What's the ticket on that? I don't know. <laughs> he's fighting an event. influencer. Or something. Nah, I mean, oh, no, he's fighting Don Moore. Don I mean, Don that's, that's kind of cool. At least you're getting something out of the pay-per-view buy like, that you can hold maybe to make money in the future. I got a couple Super Chats. Rider of the Storm, $5 Super Chat. He says, salute, gentlemen, great show, amazing guest, DJ Bonnick. Uh, we got... Abe, El Camino Electrical Services says, great guest, TBV. And he's right back with another one says, DJ Frazan. Is that my saying? Frazan. My bad, my bad. He's <laughs> a, a Bay Area legend because yes, Abe is. is from the Bay himself. So uh, shout out to everybody that's interacting. But yeah, man, let's go ahead and take this picture. 
And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next one. I want to thank you, obviously, for coming in and, and obviously for welcoming us uh, to, to Las Vegas. I finally said it right. No stuttering that time. <laughs> I almost yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I know, a little bit, nah, right? We, we appreciate you coming to Hardeen and just... Uh, it's in a testament to the marketing team for y'all to even hear about us and know about us, or not even the marketing team, obviously the great business that Hardeen uh, is continuing to do and figure out. I mean, this is all happening in real time in Las Vegas, so even y'all coming to the shop and really enjoying yourselves, you know? Nah, the shop speaks for itself, man. It truly has 90 strains. Like, I legit went looking for some legacy strains because you talked about that, and they had it. They had Tawa. They had uh, Master, Master Kush. Kush yeah. I know. They, yo, they had so many legacy strains. And I'm like, wow. Okay. Shout out to you. Shout out yeah, to everybody. Yeah, GG4 was Shout in out there. to Jesse. Yep. Yeah, man. Making it happen. I love yeah, it. man. Well, um, let's go ahead and take this picture. Uh, George, thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll catch you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Peace. Peace. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.